Hi, everybody. Thank you for tuning into the Women's Dating and Confidence podcast. Today, I'm going to be talking about how to share your baggage with the guy that you're dating early on in the dating stages. So what I mean by this is there are things in our past or in our present that we are ashamed of. And a lot of those things are very important to share with the person that you're getting more serious with. So some examples of those things would be maybe some history from your past relationships. So one person I know was in a three-year relationship where the man had a wife. And that's something that she feels uncomfortable sharing with the guy that she's dating if it does come up. And she kind of feels like that past event is still affecting her future dating situations. Or it could be something physical like a sexually transmitted disease or another illness that you have that affects your partnership with this person. It could even just be that you have two or three kids and that's going to affect the way that you date and your relationship with this person that you're just starting to get to know. There are a lot of things that we are trained to feel ashamed of and these are usually things that we then hide about ourselves And they're usually things from our past that we still carry with us and feel like they affect our future and our relationships with people. And we're essentially worried that if we open up about these things to the people that we're dating, they're going to run away. They're going to be like, oh no, that's too much. Or now you're not lovable. You shouldn't have told me that. We're done. The first most important thing to realize is that people will react differently to what you tell them. To some people, it might be a huge deal, a deal breaker. And to other people, it's like, why do you even have to make a big deal about this? Like, okay, yeah, let's move on. So for example, I coached a guy and he told me that he stopped going to college Well, he didn't stop going to college, but instead of going to college in person, he would take online classes because he had such crippling anxiety at the time. And so he literally could not stand going to college in person. It just gave him really bad anxiety. And now if you met him, you couldn't even tell that that was the case. But he was really ashamed about it and worried about sharing that with potential women that he was dating. So now you as the listener are having a thought about that. So if a guy told you that he dropped out of school or didn't go to school in person anymore to take online classes because he had such bad anxiety, what do you think about that? Some of you may have judgments about that, like, oh my gosh, he's so weird. And other people, like me, think that's awesome because that's actually not the whole story. After he had that experience in college, he ended up doing coaching and taking online programs and actually resolving this issue once and for all. And so that to me is really inspiring. And I told him that people don't value perfection in the way that we think they do. We're constantly trying to be perfect because we think that's what will attract people to us, but people don't relate to perfection. People don't see a perfect person and think, oh, that could be my best friend. We think they're not the same as me. They wouldn't have empathy for what I'm going through. People don't want you to be perfect. So back to what I was saying before, 
we create our own judgments by our own experiences, thoughts, values, opinions, and preferences. So me as a coach who values personal development and growth thinks it's really cool that he had that experience and that he decided to invest in his own personal development. I I think we could talk for hours about that. But somebody else who maybe doesn't really value that, okay, so this is actually a great example. I once told a friend of mine that I was doing social anxiety coaching and dating coaching. And he was like, you know, if I'm completely honest, I've always thought people who have to read self-help books are kind of weak. So if he told this information to that guy, he would have a completely different reaction than if he told it to me. So the last piece of advice that I gave him was that when he does communicate this to the person that he's dating, not to do it in a way like, okay, here's my sob story, or to emphasize that he was a victim of social anxiety or something like that, and to just kind of own it. Like, yeah, this is part of what created who I am today. This has been my experience and be very matter of fact about it instead of perpetuating the shame by acting extremely ashamed of it. Because the biggest influence that you have and how the other person perceives what you tell them is how you say it. So if you frame it like you're a victim and it's this horrible, deep, dirty, dark secret about you that nobody should know they're definitely going to be influenced to think of it that way as well. Versus if you're like, hey, like this is important for you to know, but it's not a big deal, or I'm okay with this about myself, or I'm past it, or yeah, it's something that I'm still working on, like that kind of tone, that's going to have a much different effect on how they perceive what you're saying. So at this point, you might be thinking, okay, well, Amber, that's a different situation. You don't know my situation. You don't know my secrets. Like those are way worse than just taking online classes at school. So let me just give you another example from another client of something that she shared with a guy that she was dating where she was much more ashamed and it was the kind of thing that really is not tolerated by our society and deeply rejected by our society as a whole. So this woman had herpes and she was so afraid of telling guys that she was dating before they had sex that she had genital herpes. And she was so ashamed of it and embarrassed. And she knew it would come up at some point because if you're intimate with somebody, like there may be medication that you can take to not get it, but it might come up and you have to tell the person because you want to avoid giving them herpes. Anyways, she can't just never date again. That's not an option. Herpes itself actually isn't like a life sentence. I mean, it's not something that will threaten your health and It's more the stigma around it that makes it a big deal. So the first thing that we had to work on is her realizing that this doesn't make her less lovable. And eventually she started dating somebody and it started to evolve. And she knew that she could see herself being serious with this person and that they might be intimate together soon. So her heart was beating so fast and she told him, 
I just want to let you know, like, as we're getting to know each other more, I really like you. And I think it's important for you to know that every once in a while, I get a herpes. She said it using the tips that I gave you just before. And (laughs) then she told me that his response completely stunned her. And he said, oh, yeah, you can't scare me with that stuff. And she was like, what? (laughs) And again, it just goes to show another person she could have told would have been like, ew, oh my gosh, like, I'm going to have blisters all over my body and be taken over and this is horrible. I don't want to touch you or kiss you anymore. I feel like in that case, his reaction was based on his prior experiences and probably the way he was raised and stuff. But also the way that she communicated to him that this isn't a big deal. This isn't like a life-threatening thing. And it doesn't mean that it will get in the way of our sex life. And it doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to get it if we take the proper precautions. So her communicating it in that way combined with the fact that he isn't really afraid of that kind of stuff led to him being okay with it. And they were in a relationship. So I could give you countless examples of other things that clients have been ashamed to share, that they had never had sex before, that they were too old or too young, or their level of education, or their job, or their income, or the fact that they were 40 years old and still had roommates, or the fact that they were unemployed. There's so many things that we are taught to be ashamed of in our society, And you can use these tips to communicate these things about yourself better when you are dating somebody. And realize that at the end of the day, people are going to have opinions about these things. And it doesn't mean anything about you or that you're less lovable because you have this thing that you're ashamed of. It's just their opinion. And another person will be totally okay with what you share with them. If you're really hung up on something, if you listen to this and you're like, I don't know, I really think that what I have is so much worse and no one will ever love me because of this thing, send me a message. There's going to be a link in the show notes. You can generally send any questions that you have for this podcast, but if you're specifically caught up on something and this podcast didn't answer your question, please reach out to me. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a wonderful day. I hope that I see your review on iTunes and I hope that you subscribe so you can stay tuned for other episodes. Have an awesome day. Bye.